0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hey. Welcome. <laughs> so let's just get
0: started with our stories for this week. So our first story is 50 Cent is trolling people on Instagram, including Kevin Hart, Puffy or whatever, Diddy. What do we call him now? I think he's just Diddy now. Is he just Sean Combs? Okay. Diddy and Dion Sanders. He's basically calling them out for looking old on Instagram because they're in quarantine and they either are growing out their beards Which we discussed means a lot for a lot of guys. That's like the first time they realize that they have gray hair in their beard because they're like, oh shit, they're growing it out, or they can't like touch up their hair, as most of us are dealing with that as well. So,
1: well, guess what, 50 Cent? You're old too. (laughs) Seriously? All of us are getting older,
0: and gray hair can be fine. I don't know what the problem is. 50 Cent just called out a group of highly successful celebrities about how old they're starting to look while they're under quarantine. He shared a sort of a montage photo of Diddy, Kevin Hart, and <laughs> Dion Sanders. <laughs> I like that he took the time to put like, he's like, he got like, what is that? boomerang or like whatever the layout app on uh, Instagram. So you can put like
1: more than one photo in something. I will give 50 Cent credit. For being one of the best trollers on the internet. He, like, goes for, he makes an effort. He makes a real effort when it comes to dunking on people online. So he
0: took the time to put those three in a photo together, posted it on his Instagram, and he basically said, man, where the fuck is the time machine? They got old on quarantine, LOL. LOL. I like. How old is Fifty Cent now? Is he fifty? Like, is he He, in his fifties yet? Probably
1: he's nearing fifty. But I will say his two thousand five album, The Massacre. (laughs) I still listen to it to this day. I like him.
0: I'm just curious. I I, I don't know how old. Like, he's been famous for so long, and he probably. I don't know how old he was when he got famous. Two thousand
1: three, two thousand
0: two. Yeah, I don't know how old he was though. Oh, like was he twenty or thirty? Like. Uh, so I don't know. He's like one of those people. If you told me he was 40, I'd believe it. And if you told me he was 50, I would be like, oh yeah. Like,
1: yeah, I don't know. We should have looked that up before.
0: Well, it's, it doesn't matter. He's probably about the same age as all of these guys at least. Right. Like, so he, um, those guys did not take it lying down. They jumped into 50s uh, comment section. Kevin Hart responded, fuck off, man. I used the product this week. Uh, And then, like, five crying laughing emojis. And Deion Sanders did the same. He said, man, I can shave and look younger than you. So I'm assuming his was just the beard. Now, Diddy is the only one of that group who did not comment. So I guess we're just waiting for that breaking news to happen. (laughs) Where is Diddy's fuck you, man? That's what I want to know.
1: I will say, Dazzy. I know you have a couple more celebrity quarantine stories. But, like, during this time... I could give a fuck about, like, celebrities trying to be cute during quarantine. Yeah, there's, like, a lot where we're seeing them in their mansions. I don't find any of it cute. It's none of it's cute to me. All of it's really depressing to me and really tone deaf. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I don't care about, like, 50 Cent, like, he always makes me laugh, even though he's a, he can be a clown, like, but he does make me laugh. But, like, I don't know if you're going to talk about the, the one that caused a lot of backlash. This week, which one, Ellen?
0: No, because I cannot. I can't.
1: You can't. I'm even. trying to find ones that are interesting, and I don't
0: really get what her deal was with that. It was weird. You mean where she's like, this is like being in jail or yeah. something,
1: and she says it from her mansion.
0: Yeah, and she has one of those like concrete and glass, like super modern looking houses. Yeah, I just like it was a bad look. I feel like there can be. I tried to pick ones that are kind of odd or or. Sort of fine, but the ones where they're literally like, "I'm just like you," it's irritating to yeah. me. Yeah, just
1: admit you're fucking wealthy. Just right. I know you're wealthy. Just say it. We, it's like Desi and I we're just we're talking about earlier today about how like there really is no true crime stories to report on at this time. Like, right? There's the, no trials. The tri- the types of stories we usually would report for many episodes because everything has sort of like come to a halt. Right. And all these, all the stories that we are hearing about are either Tiger King or about celebrities going nuts in quarantine.
0: Yeah. I mean, as far as celebrity and crime stuff goes, for sure. Right. Um, another weird, and I keep trying to find like why this is, there maybe it's somewhere I'm not, I'm missing it, but Bruce Willis and Demi Moore and their kids are quarantining together. Now, the weird thing about that is that he has a wife and kids and that he's not quarantining with them. He's quarantining with his ex-wife and his kids with her. Don't you find that odd?
1: That he's not...
0: He's not quarantining with his current wife who has two young children. And
1: they're younger than Rumor and Scout. Yes, and... they're
0: like young kids and he's married to her now. Why he's would... quarantining with Demi Moore and her their kids Why? who are all adults by the way, right? Like, I I mean, young adults at least. Yeah, I have no idea. And they're commenting back and forth to each other and posting like messages on Instagram. Like his current wife is commenting on the quarantine photos that he's posting with Demi Moore. Like they posted a picture where they're all wearing green and white striped pajamas. And Bruce Willis is inexplicably holding a gigantic
1: spoon. I like Bruce Willis
0: don't mind any of these people but I'm just curious why he's going with his ex-wife and not his current wife who has two young kids. It's weird. Did he just get stuck in LA and wasn't allowed to fly? Like I couldn't find the reason. Maybe.
1: I feel like there, we've seen a couple stories this week about like there was that obnoxious couple who is on honeymoon. Oh God, yes. Those people are the worst. That story is a horror movie to me. It's a horror movie. Who is writing that? I want someone to get on that. Someone's Someone's writing that script right now. Tell us about that,
0: like, just a brief synopsis about that. For those
1: of you who didn't see, this white South African couple, they traveled, they broke, like you know, the recommendation to stay home and they decided to take their honeymoon even after a state right. shelter in place.
0: It was like the 27th of March or something. Like they left after, well they, after. Right. Was, yeah. This
1: wasn't like, oh, we should feel bad for them because they got trapped on holiday. Right. They left on March 22nd to go on a luxury honeymoon to the Maldives, which is where they are currently. And as a result, they have been terrorizing the poor staff who has been waiting on them hand and foot at their stupid waterfront luxury hotel. Can you even imagine accepting this service? I would be like, no, please. I'll take care of myself. Yeah. I would be like refusing any service. I would refuse any service. I'd be like, I'm the dumbass who left here with my dumbass husband. Seriously, like... Just show me where the kitchen is. <laughs> go home to your family. I would not be letting these people serve me. Like, right. like there's no way. Show me where a fishing pole is. I'll catch my own dinner. Please. It's insane. I'll go to McDonald's. I
0: actually I saw the headline and I like bookmarked the story, but I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. Yeah. And I same. definitely want to read it, but I I have read like I've
1: read I read like stuff. stories
0: about the story yeah. and like tweets and stuff like that. They're but
1: infuriating. They suck.
0: They suck. So I think we talked about her a few weeks ago. Madonna is continuing to post bizarre quarantine diaries in her London. I don't know if it's a mansion, but it's whatever the apartment version of a mansion is. So she, I think we talked about the ones where she was dancing. She did a weird one in a bathtub. Uh, Her latest video shows her sitting in a darkened room at a typewriter while jazzy guitar music plays in the background. And she says, we can't always have a good day. I didn't sleep last night, not one minute, and today I have been dysfunctional. The pain-o-meter was on 10, and when it's on 10, I just need to, want to, have to get out of my body. So she's definitely um, having some trouble in quarantine but obviously she's very rich and has servants and everything taken care of for uh, for her so like it's not that sympathetic I just don't
1: feel bad for any of these wealthy people I don't feel bad for them either
0: but it's interesting to see like who's sort of breaking the most and who's just like keeping quiet you kind of respect the people who at least don't post anything (laughs) right or like Tom Hanks is like Hey, just letting you know I'm okay cuz he was actually sick, like. Right. So that kind of thing it's like more acceptable, I think. So yeah. Now, here's like an Easter related story that I saw that seemed kind of funny. Uh, so Easter took an X-rated turn in Flagler County, Florida when people were opening their mailboxes last week and found an unknown person had left eggs filled with pornographic pictures in their mailboxes.
1: Somebody sent this to me. They might have sent it to both of us, and I I want to know about the logistics. Porn inside Easter eggs, right? They so had was it ripped pieces of paper from a magazine? Well, they were
0: plastic aids eggs, and they contained random stuff, including um, goldfish crackers, toilet paper. These are big eggs. They had a How? powdered drink mix and. This article said they had an explicit image.
1: (laughs) They did not say explicit. Yes, they did. They did not say explicit. Explicit, Rachel. Stop it.
0: Um, If that wasn't sacrilegious enough, according to this article, one of the scandalous snaps was clipped to a religious pamphlet. That's hot.
1: (laughs) Wait, so it's like scandalous pictures that are put in yes. there.
0: So people are not pleased with this prank, Rachel. I think it's
1: kind of funny. I don't
0: care. Like, it seems like a fun thing to go through, like, during this period. Why not have, like, a weird mystery like this? Um, people are posting replies like, wow, someone needs to get a life. Quarantine bringing out the strange, said one Facebook Why are you person. opening
1: random eggs then?
0: Just throw the egg away if you don't want a, a horny surprise. <laughs>
1: Oh, so they're putting it in people's mailboxes yes i really, think it's fun i think
0: the toilet paper is nice
1: <laughs> like <laughs> and the goldfish The goldfish crackers sound good maybe they want a snack
0: so people like want these people to be caught and have Come this on. is such a weird request that they want them to clean toilets in jail all of these people are fucking narcs and yeah. they need to clean toilets in jail yeah because it's like who cares? They describe these people as very sick individuals who could actually be spreading COVID-19 by their actions. No one told you to open the fucking egg. If you're really that concerned about COVID-19, which we should be, right. why would you even touch an egg that someone left in your mailbox right. and open it? You know what I mean? Like, right. That seems crazy, too. So people are investigating it. They're looking at surveillance footage to catch this X-rated act. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So yeah, someone said that this guy is an Easter bunny and this guy has a sense of humor. He said, I'm dubbing him as an essential service provider. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who that guy is, but I like that guy. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? Visit betterhelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash HCS. Okay, and this is kind of a weird celebrity story that's not really Corona related. So thank God. Florence, I don't know how to say her last name, Pew? Yeah. Okay, Florence Pew went on Instagram and made posted a video. And she's kind of posting like food videos later that people are enjoying. But this is not one of those. She's really upset because she has a message for people who are hating on her 21-year-old age gap with her boyfriend, Zach Braff.
1: People don't like Zach Braff. That's the problem.
0: They really like her.
1: Yes. And they don't want
0: to see her with this whatever. With Zach Braff. Zach Braff. It's not
1: just that he's 21 years older. I'm just talking about from the, from the discourse online. It's more than just the age. It's more than just that he's 21 years older than her. It's that he's 21 years older than her and he's Zach Braff. Well, do people hate Zach Braff? Yeah. And I think I know where people started hating him. It was because, do you remember like, I don't know, like, seven years ago maybe when he started like a GoFundMe to fund like a movie he was making. Right. And people were like, you're a
0: cajillionaire. Why are you asking me for $50?
1: Fuck you. Yeah. Which I agree. That was And then stupid. didn't he get it
0: like, he got it produced? It was like a Scrubs, was it like
1: a, I don't even think it was a Scrubs oh, thing. There I think was he, something where it was like, it be- ended
0: up getting produced anyway. Yeah, he wanted to
1: make some film and he was asking the public for money. It was like one of those... It was a gimmick, basically. He didn't
0: really need the money, but it was like a gimmick to get people interested in the movie, I think.
1: But it just made people hate
0: him. Uh, Yeah, you're right. I I forgot about that. I was just like, yeah, he's a nerd and like she could do way better. And he's like kind of, I think, thought of as a has-been and she's sort of an up-and-comer, and and I think people
1: don't like that either. But he was the up-and-comer in the early 2000s. Like, he did Garden State and whatever. but now I think they want her, but she's, like, really
0: beloved. Yes. And I think people want to see her with, like, Timothy Chalamet or someone. I have no idea. Like, they want her with someone on her level, uh, and I think that could be part of it, too. So she's 24. He's, I guess, 45. Like,
1: maybe he's a really nice guy. I don't know.
0: I mean it's a weird couple.
1: Look, it is a it is a bit of an age difference.
0: But beyond the age difference though, I would be like how did you even fucking meet? Like right. <laughs> like it's like sort of a weird couple meaning I don't know how those two got together. Right. Like she's a British young British actress, he was like a TV star basically even though he did some movies like where did they run into each other at the right. golden globes like what the fuck so she went to instagram on wednesday and told fans she will not tolerate vitriol towards her relationship with brath in the 4 minute video she explains how she posted a picture of brath brath with her dog on monday it was like i guess it was his 45th birthday and she said that 70% of the comments were hurling abuse and being horrid Uh, she slams the bullying remarks and she said that first time in my entire Instagram life that I've had to turn off the comments on my page, I have never been an Instagram page that encourages that. Um, so she's looking for people to kind of lighten up and be positive and she's just trying to make people smile. Uh, so she's saying, basically saying, you know, we're all in this situation. It makes me sad that I can't post these pictures. Of my boyfriend. And then she goes on to say the world is aching. The world is dying. And you guys are just bullying me for no reason. They've been seeing each other since April of 2019. So they've been together a year, I guess.
1: Yeah, lay off her. Let her date Zach Braff if she wants to date Zach Braff. Look, it's not like we have to date Zach Braff. Yeah, (laughs) you guys. I mean, she's right. It's really no one's place. Like... You can think whatever you want to think about their relationship, but he's not doing anything illegal.
0: It's not illegal. They'll probably break up soon. I mean, just the reality of right. that kind of stuff. So it's like, why get all fucking upset she about it? She obviously
1: sees something in him that we don't, because we don't know the guy. And she's not dating you right. if she breaks
0: up with Zach Braff. <laughs> like, so what are you so fucking upset about? Uh, so I think, and then it says like their first outing, I guess, was a Snapshot snapshot outside of Greenblatt's Deli. I uh, love
1: Greenblatt's.
0: I haven't been there. Oh, definitely. They had matzo ball soup together. That was like their Aww. first um, public whatever post together. Wait,
1: their first public post when? When they first Like started. a year ago, like oh. their first
0: sort of whatever, you know, when they always make the announcement. I
1: thought, I'm like, they're not allowed to be out. At re- <laughs> no, no, re- no. no. This Black is food. like a year ago. Okay. There was
0: like their first sort of like, basically announcing that they were a couple or seeing each other. Uh, So she told them basically don't follow my page if you don't fucking like it. I agree with her. I agree with her too. You don't have to like it. And if you want to make mean comments, go fucking make them to yourself in the mirror. (laughs) I have no idea. So this is a weird story I heard. Um, This woman tried to play a prank at a Pennsylvania grocery store on Wednesday. She coughed on about $35,000 worth of food that all had to be thrown out. And she's charged with four felonies now, including counts of making terrorist threats. So basically, this is a supermarket chain in, in, in Philadelphia called Garrity's. Do you know it? No. Uh, I never heard of it. So, this woman who police know to be a chronic problem in the community. Oh, I know. Honestly, like, I don't like what she did, but that seems like a hot thing to me. <laughs> it's that woman again. She's a chronic problem in the community. Like, <laughs> just like an amazing, like, what a title. Uh, yeah. So, she apparently went into the store and proceeded to purposefully purposely cough on the fresh produce a small section of the bakery and a meat case in the grocery area uh this woman was she filming it no she's 35 years old and her name is margaret circo she was saying as she did this in the grocery store she was saying telling them that she was sick and she was coughing and spitting
1: on the food come on
0: yeah she also attempted to steal a 12 pack of beer now we're getting somewhere (laughs) now we're getting to what this is really I mean she was looking to get some beer and leave the store and I think I think the coughing was like a distraction,
1: maybe. Like that seems like
0: it would draw more
1: attention to you.
0: I guess it drew attention, but maybe she was hoping that they'd be like, well, just let her go with the beer, get her out of the store, maybe. So I don't know. But like this is lady. like pretty like serious charges like well, she's actually being charged with like felony counts of threatening to use a biological agent. She's not tested positive for uh anything at this point. But I mean, who cares at this point? Everyone's fucking scared. Uh so yeah.
1: It is she yeah. That's, that's like a
0: fucked up thing to do. And
1: she uh like uh destroyed like $35,000 oh, yeah. worth back, of
0: the, all of that stuff had to be thrown
1: out. That's awful. Yeah.
0: So I don't know what she was doing, but in a happier story about groceries and it's celebrity related, I thought the story was cute and I don't even particularly like am interested in the celebrity, but over the weekend, Tyler Perry surprised thousands of shoppers by picking up their grocery tabs during the senior shopping hours. Actually, this was yesterday. I thought it was over the weekend. I saw some of the pictures of it and it was like to see the people's smiles with their masks on. Like Aww. you could see the tears in their eyes when they were told that the groceries they were buying Aww. were picked up by Tyler Perry. He did this at a, at about 44 Kroger grocery stores in Atlanta, which is where he, you know, as we all kind of know, started his career. He um, also paid for groceries at 29 Winn-Dixie stores across Louisiana during their at-risk shopping hours, which means for like elderly people or people who have health problems, can kind of go early in the morning and get stuff. Um, on Twitter, the supermarket companies thanked him for his generosity and applauded him for giving back to uh, the community. He paid for nearly three thousand senior shoppers uh, just in in the Atlanta area. Wow! So that's like a ton of money, I'm sure, because they're probably stocking up. Those people don't typically want to keep going outside. And then it was just a big thing on Twitter. People who were like, my grandmother, was at the grocery store that day? You know, she was so happy. She had tears in her eyes. Uh, So just like a heartwarming story. Um, Here's like one woman, like they're holding their receipts, showing how long they are. And that was all free. And they didn't even know until they got to the register. That's cute. It was really cute. So good for Tyler Perry. I feel bad now for dunking on his movies. (laughs)
1: Because he did a good thing. That was That's a very nice thing to do. Uh, also, let's thank all the grocery store workers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Who are out
1: there, on, like everyone on the front lines, which includes the grocery store. I'm just specifically thinking them. I'm always specifically
0: them. thinking of them. When I do go grocery shopping, I'm always like... Over oh the top, God. like how are you? Like yeah. what's
1: going on? Are you like okay? Thank are people you. being nice to you? Like oh God, please, be, yeah, please be nice. So I'm please. always going like over the top, nice to them. Please be nice to the workers. Please give big tips to p- delivery people. Just please be nice. Yeah, these people are like working. They're working for us, for us to for stay for home. Not enough money. They are so underpaid and so undervalued right. in our society. Please be nice. Um,
0: So another sort of heartwarming celebrity quarantine story that everyone loves because this is a great person is Will and Grace actor Leslie Jordan is a breakout star now in quarantine with his content videos, which you watch them, right? I love Leslie Jordan. He is so cute and so fucking hilarious and he's doing these little videos on Instagram. They're
1: little updates every day.
0: Right. He's basically um in Tennessee with his mom who is 84 years old. So he's like staying with his mom in Chattanooga uh and he's just you know giving us these little update videos and they're really fucking cute. I mean, he's 64 years old. Um, And he's just like, I don't know, seeing him do these little videos has been really heartwarming. Uh, He had like a supporting role on Will and Grace. I've seen him in other like local theater, LA stuff. Yeah, He's kind of around here. Um, So yeah, if you want some cute celebrity videos, go follow him on Instagram. He's just really funny and charming. He's
1: making my favorite content right now. It's so real.
0: And it's just, he's so like, he's just in a rented house in Chattanooga
1: like Le- Leslie Jordan is just naturally funny. He's funny. Like everything he says, like he just, he's just so fun to watch.
0: He's just like, um, he just seems sweet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like a real funniness where it's not trying. It just is right. Which I love. Um, okay. So the other thing that's basically all of the news uh, is about is Tiger King and we have a few Tiger King related stories. Um there's sort of like new things coming out on Tiger King. Well, first of all, I wanted to give a shout out to Murder Squad. They did a podcast and they're like trying to find out what happened to Carol Baskin's first husband, Don. Oh. So that's our friend Billy Jensen who did an episode with us a while back. Uh, his podcast is called Murder Squad. You probably listened to it already, but yeah. So they're trying to figure out who, what what actually happened to Don. So, because that's
1: what everyone wants to know now.
0: Yeah. It's sort of like the real mystery, right? right. I mean, so. So there's going to be some more content. If you want more Tiger King-related content, Fox and TMZ are going to expose what really went down, which I think could be interesting. Even TMZ? Though, yeah. I, <laughs> even though those people are, like, awful. Fuck TMZ. I do like the idea Wait, of... Fox News and TMZ? <clears throat> not Fox News, Fox Network. Uh, so they're investigating Tiger King, what really went down, interviewing people close with the story... Uh, and close to Joe Exotic um, and showing us footage that's never been uh, seen before. So Isn't I think there's a, like a lot of complaints right now that the documentary glossed over a lot of the animal abuse and uh, stuff like that. Right. And like maybe everyone who was on was pretty positive about Joe to some extent, other than Carol,
1: obviously, and, and right. st- those people. I mean, I know that there were certain things that issues, there was like a litany of issues that various people either involved with the docuseries or just who had watched and said, Hey, I kn- did know about this. That's wrong. Like think issues people had with it. Right. That we won't get into right now. Uh, no. But so
0: I thought this was wild. Um, 34.3 million people have watched that on Netflix, which is like Seems one low. of the biggest hits ever for the network.
1: I mean, it really is because I've never, I, I, I think everyone like it's like, it's everyone watched it. I feel like it was the timing thing. Like, I feel like it would
0: have been popular anyway, but everyone being home (laughs)
1: definitely upped it.
0: I don't really know streaming numbers because that doesn't sound particularly high for like a network show, but I guess for Netflix to have that much uh, streaming one up. one show
1: or whatever. Because like Making a Murderer was one of the most popular shows on Netflix, but you couldn't just ask any random person about Stephen Avery or Brendan Dassey and right. they probably wouldn't know who it was.
0: I think this got people who aren't true crime people involved It got everyone because involved. it was weird. It had like a weird element to it. It had everything yeah. in it. Now, uh, Netflix is also announcing a Tiger King after show that will be hosted by Joel McHale. They're
1: really milking this.
0: Yeah, right?
1: Like They're, like, going to really go for I'm it. I'm kind of
0: curious, though. How are they in production on anything? Because no one is in production right now. Nobody. Did they, like, have this in, like, in the works already? Uh, so they've confirmed rumors that there will be a follow-up episode of the show, um, and that's sort of in the works. They have um, Joel McHale, who was from Community and Talk Soup, like, back in the day. He's going to be kind of hosting it, kind of like, I guess, those Chris Hardwick shows he used to do, like, after The Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, so basically, like, talking to people, sort of, like, who were on the show, like, interviewing them after the, I'm not quite sure how it's, like, going to work, but these are kind of going to be, like, after the sh- after the show, you can watch these. You no, know, uh, interview type things, and see people who were in the um, in the documentary. Uh, the show will be called "The Tiger King and I," which is a play on the musical. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if you want more Tiger King content, you got that.
1: Uh, I think I got enough. I I feel like I, I got- would
0: watch something that had like a real alt view of like what really went down by like very good documentarians. I
1: would absolutely watch the. Yes. I would watch that. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need like, you know, milking the shit out of this. I don't need recaps. No.
0: And stuff like that. We've, everyone's recapped it to death. Right. Um, another interesting story that came out is, uh, Joe Exotics, I guess his new husband right now, whose name is Dylan Passage. He said that. Uh, He did not know. Joe did not know that the show shows what happened to his husband, Travis. So like that's news that he doesn't know. Uh, I mean, if you've seen the show, we, you know what happens to his husband. It's like, it was shocking to see in a documentary. This is Joe's fourth husband. His name is Dylan passage. And he said that he doesn't think that should have been shown at all. I think that's a widely held view because that's pretty awful. Um, But other than that, this guy, Dylan, he, he liked the documentary and finds it to be 93% accurate.
1: Well, I believe it was the most favorable to Joe Exotic.
0: Right. I mean, he's obviously, um, biased that it would be in Joe's favor. Like, obviously he would like, like something that was in his favor. And this guy's cute too, by the way.
1: Dylan Passage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, he we looks talked like about it last week that all of his husbands are cute.
0: Yeah. So like, who knows?
1: Should we talk about movie, podcasts, book, TV recommendations? Sure. What do you got? Well, uh, I need podcast recommendations that aren't news related. I, I I, don't know. I want something that's like very soothing. I don't want something funny. Look, I have a <laughs> lot of criteria that's very specific, and I shouldn't even ask our listeners this because everyone's going to give me these wonderful suggestions. I'm like, no, that's not exactly what I want. Right. It's like, it's
0: like a queen just like bring me food and then just dismissing all these like fine pastries and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: But you know, when you're like, I want something very specific.
0: I don't know. I I definitely understand where you're coming from. I haven't listened to a lot of podcasts lately just because whatever I've been dealing with stuff. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Like you want some, I kind of know what you want, but it's, it's hard for me to find podcasts that I like which is weird because I like the art form.
1: (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like
0: I'm not like uh, anti-podcast. I like them. But it's like I think these times are just making it difficult to consume stuff. You want a specific thing that's interesting and entertaining but not going to bring you down or clutter you. It's like you
1: you almost like want it to be junky. But good. Like, oh, right. And if it's not junky, I want it to take me somewhere else that's divorced. That's why that History of Food podcast I was listening to, which I'm all caught up on, unfortunately, it's great. That's why I like that so much is because it was about ancient cuisine. Yeah. And medieval cuisine. And right. Whatever. So it's completely nothing related to what's going on. Yeah, Yeah. and with a subject I'm very interested in. So anyway, I did watch a movie that was really demented last night called The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Have you seen it? (laughs) No, I haven't. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. It's demented. Is it a horror movie? It is. It's with uh, Nicole Kidman and Colin Farrell. Really? I've never even heard this movie. Really? No. It's been on my list for a while. It's fucked up. When is it from? 2017. Oh, that's so weird that I just yeah, I would remember that title. <laughs> it's by the guy who did the lobster. Oh, okay, yeah, it's good. I liked it. I think you'd like it because it's so twisted. Um. Okay. I mean, I almost started
0: watching last night, but it was like, do you know how you start watching? You're gonna watch something. And you're like, oh, it's one a.m. Like, I can't start watching something. <laughs> I don't 8. relate
1: to that at all because I yeah. literally stay up till four every night.
0: No, I I don't stay up till four, uh, and it was like. I just was like I can't start a movie right now, but I almost watched it and I probably will this week is First Reform. What or is First that?
1: Reformed?
0: It is a movie uh with Ethan Hawke. He plays a priest and Amanda Seyfried, isn't oh. it?
1: I yeah, that movie was recommended to me, but apparently you're not supposed to watch it right before you go to bed because it's like it'll ruin <laughs> It'll See you in your life, apparently. I forget who told me that. Maybe it was James who told me that. I
0: think it might be James because he mentioned it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to watch that. He
1: recommended that to me. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll watch that now. So he it's said good. No. But he said, no, don't watch it right now. You have to watch it where you have lots of time to think and be upset afterwards. I said, okay. oh, I don't have that kind of time right now. Well, now you do. <laughs> Look, do I technically have the time? Yes. Do I have the energy? No. Uh, so it's good that I didn't watch it late at night. I could barely handle the movie I watched last night because it was so it was so upsetting, but, uh, that's why what I most have been enjoying watching during this time is obviously rewatching, uh, episodes of law and order SVU that I've seen hundreds of times. That's comfort food and watching, continuing to watch 90 day fiance, which is great.
0: Okay. Um, I am continuing to watch, um, boardwalk empire. I'm now on season three, um, and still enjoying it now there's a new character on season three played by Bobby Cannaval. Do you know that actor? Mm-hmm. He's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, like I was texting my friend last night who I'm kind of watching it with. And I was like, I'm so mad at you. <laughs> Cause you didn't warn me about this character. He's like brutally like violent character. And it's like kind of funny character, but it was like a, it's like a, it's like a weird contrast. Cause you're like, He's like cartoonishly evil. I don't know, but it's like, it's like interesting. And the show also, like season two, the season two was really good. So I'm still enjoying it. And it's a lot of stuff going on. So I'm kind of into Bobby Cannaval now.
1: I remember what I watched. I watched a really amazing movie called Rhubarb. Oh. It is from 1951. Oh. And the lead actor in it is so good. It's a cat. The movie is about a cat who inherits a baseball team. Oh, you told me about this. It is a great movie, and mm-hmm. I recommend it. If you want a feel-good, fun movie with a great lead actor played by this cat, this orange cat, Ooh. Named in, the, in the movie, his name is Rhubarb.
0: I wonder if it's the same actor from Breakfast at Tiffany's. It is. <laughs>
1: it's the same cat actor. <laughs> I looked. I looked up this cat's bio. He has an IMDb. Well, he has a Wikipedia page. I looked. Up, I looked up information about this cat. This cat was in Breakfast at Tiffany's. This cat played I Anne love Frank's cat, cat oh. in the Diary of Anne Frank. This cat's an award-winning cat. He won a, like a cat Oscar for his for his role in Breakfast at Tiffany's.
0: That's like one of my favorite cat moments. Like I love. I love that movie and I love that scene where they're looking for him in the rain. Like I think about that scene all the time. It's like like that moment where she like just finally admits that she loves something. It's just so good.
1: You gotta watch this this rhubarb movie. I'm gonna watch it. It's on you gotta pay the $3.99 to rent it on Amazon. But it's worth it, Desi. (laughs) It is so worth it. How did you find this movie, Rachel? I okay. Last year I was looking up famous cats. And not famous, like, internet cats. I was looking up, like, real actor cats. Cats who have, like, done movies. Because I just was like, I want to know behind the cats. How does my cat get into the movies? Right. Okay. My cat could be a star. Of course. So (laughs) Every cat can be. (laughs) So I was just reading about it, and I was like, wow, this orange cat, Orangey, I think that's its real name, like has been as a big, you know, has been in a lot of movies. And right. and then I re- I was reading some of the like uh, summaries of these movies. Cause I was like, I want to watch some of this cat's films. And then I read the plot synopsis of Rhubarb and I'm like, this movie has everything I love. It has baseball. It has Fred Mertz and it has a cat. Right. It's okay. like, I couldn't wish for a better movie.
0: It sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch I'm definitely going to watch no, it. No,
1: it's great. And the cat is his acting chops or honestly,
0: amazing. one of my favorite cat actors.
1: He's I'm not great. kidding. I love
0: him yes. and I love orange cats.
1: Yeah. Now
0: I haven't watched this yet, but I'm definitely planning on it because I have been wanting to watch this for a long time and it's now on, uh, Hulu and I think Amazon prime for free. And that is the, I think it's a mini series escape at Danamora. Did you watch that? Brandon watched it. He said it was great. So I'm really looking forward to that. If, if you want to, if you like crime, true crime you'll probably like it because it's, it's about story. that woman who fucking helped those two prisoners escape Yeah, and she was like fucking them and the Patricia Arquette is in it and um, Benicio didn't, Del Toro didn't she
1: win a Golden Globe for that Or something?
0: I think so and Ben Stiller directed it oh what's so he up to directing this show I guess <laughs> that's the last thing I know of yeah so I'm excited to watch that because I have been waiting for it to come and it was on Showtime and I don't have Showtime and then, you know, you just forget about it. But then I saw it the other day and I was like, yes, that is something I am interested in. You know, when they finally recommend something you actually do want to watch, right. it's like such a relief. So I'm going to, I'm definitely going to watch that this week, but I've just been, you know, when you're binging a show and I was trying to catch up to my friends, so it was like literally my primary focus <laughs> was to catch up. So I was like binging Boardwalk Empire. Right. Uh, so did you eat anything good, Rachel?
1: Uh, Well, it was Passover yesterday, and obviously I was, you know, last year Passover was great because I was at a friend of the show, Sandy Danto's house. Right. And he hosted the Seder, and he's a comic, so it was like a really funny Seder, and he said some really funny shit, and the food, he's, he's also a great cook, so like the food was really good, and you know, Brendan was there, and his wife was there, and Carlos was there, everyone was there, it was great, and this was like... I made a Seder plate, and it was just me and Brendan and the cat, and I made some chicken. I did not make matzo ball soup because I was too tired. I just had no energy to do that. And then I made some horoset, which is – one of the things that goes on the seder plate, which is actually really good, it's basically just chopped up apples and walnuts, and I always toast the walnuts. And then you put wine in it, but I don't put wine in it, so I just do the, like the kosher whatever grape juice. The right. Only time of the year I buy grape juice is during Passover because I get the like in the kosher section the grape yeah. you know that grape yes. juice. I like the I like the packaging; it's cute. And then like I have like this huge variety pack of matzah now. Which I did for dinner. Like I had like some chicken, but mostly what I ate was just matzo with butter. The really, classic. Really good butter. I got some good butter. Get some good butter. Leave it out for a bit so it softens. Yes. Get some good. good salted butter or plain butter without salt and then sprinkle a little salt over the top of mm. it. Spread it on your matzo. It's delicious. I love it. Uh, I
0: did make matzo ball soup this week and then I made roast chicken last night for, for Passover. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have brisket. I just had. A- I had a chicken, so I used that. The chicken looked good. It was really good, and I had potatoes, and I had like those a bag of carrots where it's like the purple,
1: yeah, like all the variety,
0: like the heirloom carrots. So those roasted and with like the butter and chicken juice which oh is so God. good.
1: That's what. Yeah, that's what mine was. I did the chicken. Oh, and the carrots. butter, the
0: chicken and butter. Whatever gets all over those chi- carrots and potatoes, it's so fucking Dude, good. I put leeks into you, oh. and then I. Uh, I ha- I'm i going to... I didn't get a chance to yesterday because I just ran out of time, but I think I'm going to try making eclairs this week.
1: <laughs> that is... I'm sorry. It's just the most... Ran- I saw you tweet that yesterday. I was like, what is going on? Because like, I- I'll always eat an eclair. I won't.
0: I was like, if I... I was I was considering making it today, but then I just made chicken stock because I had that that carcass. Uh, and I, I was like, I'm going to make eclairs and bring... <laughs> Bring, bring Rachel you better bring them some eclairs drop them off in like a little box with like, like the little bit butcher string Aww. and a professional where like as
1: if I have those on hand but like I'm like I, oh yeah I, have, I, I can't go anywhere I have some I have some butcher's twine and you can take it I think I might have twine but I don't have like
0: the pastry boxes but yeah I was like, here's what happened. I was watching that show Nailed It on Netflix, which is like maybe, like I think food shows are kind of my guilty, empty, like my, like, so it would be good to get a a podcast version of that, but I was watching Nailed It, which is like unprofessional people, amateur people who are actually not even great home bakers attempting to to make, make these like insane creations and they're terrible. Right. and they made eclairs, but like decorated eclairs. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to make plain eclairs. Mm. And I read a bunch of recipes. I feel like I can do all the parts. Anything that has pastry cream in, I'm on board. I'll and eat it. And then making like the ganache glaze. Yeah. I, I couldn't find chocolate chips because everyone's buying chocolate chips up. That's like a weird thing. Where I'm like, what are you guys like all just
1: making chocolate chip cookies? It's weird with the things, like the certain things that everyone's buying. That it's, it's getting just me gone. irritating. because I was like, too. I
0: actually need this. <laughs>
1: And I'm going to make good cookies with it. Well, it's like how everyone decided they want to make bread, but there's plenty of bread in the stores. That's what I don't get is everyone's baking bread, which is great. I love that everyone's baking bread. I think it's more like the time. Yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, I have
0: no idea. And I like that people are baking bread. I do too. But some people are like dunking on them. But part of me is like, come on, I actually need this stuff because I'm like a really good baker. Uh, (laughs) But. I I actually I bought a 25 pound bag of flour like early on, oh my God. and I'm like halfway through. Like I'm like piling through this uh, bag of
1: flour. It's so massive. Like it's hilarious just seeing it. It's like in my dining room, just this huge. I bag. just I haven't even attempted to make. I've only made bread one time in my life. I made challah for Passover once. Oh yeah,
0: that's good. I should make that. Yeah,
1: challah's is delicious. Uh, and that's my favorite bread. I would probably make it again. But like, I bread intimidates me, and I I I want I like in my mind, I'm like I want to be a bread person. It's I want to be a person that makes bread. I'm gonna. Yeah. But so, were-
0: so my point was that I bought, a, because I couldn't get chocolate chips, I bought a huge, massive, semi-sweet chocolate bar that's literally like a pound. You could do that. Works. Yeah. So I have this huge chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing and, and when you, I bought it. And you could like it. at Trader Joe's, like buying essentials and one of the essentials. Is this one pound massive chocolate bar? Like it just was. Embarrass it was an embarrassing purchase. (laughs) I'm having like the most embarrassing moments at Trader Joe's. Like I think I tweeted about this, where I was like literally like, "Are you out of hot fudge?" (laughs) Like just having to ask that question to someone was like embarrassing because I was like, I don't want to spend my time looking. Like, normally I would have just looked because I would have found the hot fudge. You need to get out but of But I don't it. know if they, well, I need to get out of there, but I also don't know if they're empty. Is it in a new place? Are they just out of it? Out of it because they don't, haven't stocked up on it because they're like, who the hell wants hot fudge? Right now, they're focusing on more important things. So yeah, I'm always in there buying some sweets. I have a sweet tooth, and I need to have a little sugar every day.
1: <laughs> I do, too. That's my story. You like, just
0: reminded me of ice cream in, in the freezer. I'm right. really excited yeah. about that. so I have a massive chocolate bar, so I'm going to make my ganache using that. that. Sounds good. And I guess I can chop it up for cookies if I want to do that. Does the thing you- is that that's left is milk chocolate chips.
1: And Ugh. I accidentally bought
0: them. And uh. I was like, what am I going to do with what these? What do you do with those? Well, because I can't use it for chocolate chip cookies. They're too sweet. Yeah. So I'm going to have to find something I could do with milk chocolate that won't be too sweet.
1: Doing a giveaway. <laughs> doing, we're going to do a giveaway. Um, you
0: guys, get ready for this exciting news. <laughs> <laughs> giving away a bag of milk chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Don't worry. We're going to sanitize
1: it first. We're going to wipe it down.
0: <laughs> mail you a bag of unusable milk chocolate chip cookies. Uh yeah. Can you imagine? Ugh. What if someone wanted that? What if someone's sad right now that we're joking?
1: <laughs> you know what? We're we're such bitches. I'm sure
0: they're fine for no for normal. I, people. It's just figuring out what to use them for. Right. Because I don't I think I may have accidentally used them before and I was like, these are sweet as hell. Like what the hell did I fuck up? And I was like, Oh, they're milk chocolate. Like I, I didn't just, even know they sold yeah. those. So I'm sure that if they're in something that's not that sweet, maybe they're better. I just
1: never eat milk chocolate.
0: Or I'm, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not important, but I do have a massive (laughs) semi-sweet. That sounded horny.
1: Yeah, it sounded like (laughs) you have a massive semi.
0: I got a massive semi-sweet. You know what I'm saying? It's sweet.
1: (laughs) Uh. Um, What else did I eat? I don't know. I don't even know what I ate this week. No. Besides the matzah and butter, which is delicious. I think I have some good
0: things coming up
1: this week. I have some things. So we'll see. My mom made matzo ball soup and she put do you see the picture I my did. mom posted? It looked so good. I was like sad. I like I wasn't at home eating my mom's matzo ball soup. Yeah, it looked good. Very good. Yeah. Huh. I think that's it. <sighs> yeah, that's it. Okay, guys. Okay guys. Bye. Stay safe.
0: Bye.